listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. Top of the morning to you. It is a hump day. Let's get over it together, shall we? Hope your week is going well. How the heck are you? Miller and Moulton here on the Florida Sports Network. FloridaSportsNetwork.com. Mark is fired up today, or at least he should be, because for him, it's Friday. Oh, I'm fired up. And Thursday started a little early, Ed, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, ready to go. Ready to ready for this day to, to just keep right on moving along. It feels like a Friday. It is a Friday for me, so you can all enjoy your hump day. I'm taking a couple of days off after today. Not only that, the wife gets back tomorrow from being gone, so he basically gets to go play golf and hand over the eight-year-old and say, I did my shift, you do yours. She's alive. Did everything I was supposed to do. <laughs> she was fed. She's clean. We didn't have an ER visit. She went to school every day. Did her homework. <laughs> Tell you what, if you really want to be nice, have the laundry done. Then I'll tell you. You know what's funny is I'm not really allowed. Oh, okay. Hey, listen, it's that way in this house. I'm the laundry guy. Uh, it just drives me nuts how she does it. Absolutely nuts. Well, I am one of those who will leave the clothes in the dryer for somewhere between 20 minutes and four days. <laughs> right. So the wrinkles are permanent. And right? that that right there is enough. Mm-hmm. That not only leave it in the, and then occasionally leave it in the washer overnight. So there's been a couple incidents in which the wife has just told me to stay out of that room. And I'm fine yep. with that because I handle most everything else in our house. So no, actually, David, I'll leave the laundry. The list of things that I do not do well is long. My wife's list, the big two, cannot load a dishwasher properly. Don't get on my case. There is a proper way to do it, and there's an improper way. All right? My wife can have the biggest dishwasher in the world that can somehow load it so that only five things can fit in it. All right? And can't do the laundry. I'm telling you, she's just, it's really simple. The the temperature with the certain colored clothing and you know what gets bleached and what doesn't and what have you. Nope, just didn't get the memo. She doesn't understand it. Therefore, those responsibilities were very early on taken away. So, other, and that's why I don't care that she doesn't cook. Just as long as, and I mean, first off, that's why we don't have many dishes. Okay. I mean, it could take three weeks to load our dishwasher I mean, in terms of before we're going to run it. And, you know, just stay away from the clothes. And we're good. So now that we've behind got behind the scenes. Now that we've got the chores done, let's move right. on with the show. Ah, okay. Whatever. Five NCAA tournament bids given away last night or earned last night, although one of them was by default. Might have been the game of the night. But. I love the small conference tournaments. Sometimes you get a blowout. You get the Cinderella makes a run to the final. They got absolutely nothing left in the tank, and they get goat rodeoed. All right? And then sometimes you got the heavy favorite who has got all the pressure in the world on them because they've won 412 games this year, but if they don't win one more, they ain't going to the dance. 
Love it. By the way, Shelby Mast in her bonus hour as the major conference tournaments. ACC got underway yesterday, but a lot of the big boys, Big East, Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12, all underway beginning today. And I'm curious what Shelby thinks with so many of these bubble teams being big conference teams that are probably playing today, what they have to do to earn their bids or what they will do to lose their bids. Because according to Shelby, there's only a handful of bids left and quite a few teams vying for them. The good thing is, Mark, there's been very few uh, bracket busters so far. You know, there, there's been very few, uh-oh, so-and-so won that conference, therefore they're going to have to put two teams in from that conference instead of one. So, anyway, a lot of NFL going on yesterday. The number, by the way, was six. You needed to take the over four and a half as to how many tags would be administered. At the end of the day, the number was six. That's it, by the way. 32 teams, they each get a tag. Only six of them used it. Apparently, the Eagles haven't used one in, I don't know, since Andy Reid was there. Well, since they really changed the rules around when there were used to be the multiple tags you could use and there was every team seemingly using at least one since the transition tag went away right? and they've changed the format a little bit. The teams have not used them nearly as much as they used to. But three of the six tags went to running backs. And I have to admit, if you've got a really good running back, does 10 million sound outrageous? So I don't think it does. It's why it's one of the reasons why I thought we would go over four and a half because I, I thought two running backs at least would get tagged. And I like Dallas making the move of tagging Pollard coming off the injury. Good for him to get paid. Well, and I think Dallas's intent, just like I believe the Giants' intent, is to actually negotiate a multi-year deal. But they tagged him to keep him for now. He he's their property. He can't go anywhere. All right. Now, since you can't go anywhere, eh, let's work out a deal. And by the way, we can lower your cap hit for this year because right now with the tag, when the new year starts on March 15th, unless those teams work out a deal, Pollard, Saquon, Josh Jacobs, they count $10.1 million. So there's still some motivation in the next seven days to get a long-term deal done because you could lower the cap hit. Every team has to be cap compliant a week from today at like three or four in the afternoon. That's why guys are getting cut and guys are getting cut. Pat's line. It's the three R's resign, restructure and release. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Zeke Elliott might be two of the three. I mean, who knows? Because right now he's counting almost $17 million against the cap this year. That would seem to be a lot of money to spend at the running back position. Especially in 2023. Right. 1976, if there was a cap, that might be the way you'd want to go. The other interesting thing, just to spend another moment on that team, is you know Dak's cap hit this year is almost 50. That's not what he's getting paid, but the way they structured it, his cap hit this year is 49 and change. Normally, when someone's cap hit 
is that much of a pain in the butt and he's your quarterback, what do teams do? They say, hey, let's sit down and uh, rework this contract. And then usually what they do is they write him a check. You know, here's 10, 15, 20 million cash. We'll lower your thing and, you know, kind of just stretch it and maybe extend you. Yeah, the Cowboys have been pretty public on, no, we're, we're, we're good with Dak. Which, if you think about it, kind of seems to make this year, Mark, maybe the year that determines whether or not Dak Prescott is going to be a Cowboy for life, if you know what I mean. I mean, they fired the offensive coordinator. McCarthy said, basically, I'll make him a better quarterback. I'll cut down on the interceptions. Jerry said, no, we're not going to rework the contract. We're good as it is. Basically, we don't want to extend it in any way. I don't want to take any more money out of my pocket for Dak. Thank you. So, you know what's at the road in Dallas, I believe. For the head coach, quarterback, maybe the former star running back. It's funny how quickly the clock moves in the NFL sometimes, Mark, doesn't it? David, you are so correct. And you think in terms, you know, just we're at spring training right now, these baseball players getting long, long 12, 13-year deals that take them into their 40s. And it seems that Dak just got a deal. Right. And here we are going, eh, we could be you know, he better have a good year this year or it could be the end of Dak in Dallas. Right. All right, we'll go have to find another one. Yep. And then there is Lamar. And we don't mean Kendrick Lamar. This is fascinating. I'll ask you a question, Mark. Wait Very a minute. Simply. Did he just really say we don't mean Kendrick Lamar? Did, just... Look at you. Look at you at 6 11 in the morning. I am impressed. Cultured. Try, desperately, desperately trying to hold on to what very little street cred we have left. Well, you, you got some for me today. <laughs> okay. Same. All right. Nice, nice you one. Know. Thank you. See, uh, you know, the, you know, if Felipe goes, huh, oh, I could stay awake. He woke up minutes. for that. I mean, he, exactly. he really sprung right up out of his eyes. All eyes were glazed over and you went Kendrick Lamar. And he said, did Moulton go Kendrick Lamar? <laughs> well, I mean, I have to admit, I kind of tipped, you know, our hand. I teased Felipe right before the show saying we're going to have an NBA trivia moment during the starting five. And he was like, huh? so I, I thought with that, Mark, I had a chance of keeping him awake at least for the six o'clock hour. Probably should have saved Kendrick Lamar early for the seven o'clock hour. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm shooting too many bullets here too early in the show to keep Felipe awake into the seven o'clock hour. But, Don't run out of ammo, David. Exactly. I know. And I, and I feel like the Knicks in the second half last night ooh, ooh. already. So, Mark, it's a very simple question. So Lamar Jackson was tagged, which means his number's 32 and change. So you can make an offer for Lamar. And there's not one team in the league that is interested in making Lamar Jackson an offer. Do you believe collusion is in play, yes or no? 100%. They are putting a stop to the Deshaun Watson contract right now. Exactly. I 
Can't agree more. Because the Saints, Falcons, and Browns were all in on Deshaun Watson, who hadn't played for a year and had two dozen women accusing him of improprieties. And three teams were all in on Deshaun Watson. Lamar Jackson, 26 years of age, nobody's interested. Nope. Nope, all because he wants a deal like Deshaun Watson. Right. Not like he won a league MVP or anything. Right. No, no, no one's interested. Uh-uh. Nope. Not even to make an offer. Lamar Jackson, why would I want him? Miller and Malton, the Florida Sports Network. You're listening to Miller and Moulton exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. 21 minutes past the hour, top of the morning to you. Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. Starting five in a little less than 20 minutes. That's when we'll ask Felipe the trivia question of the day. Let me ask you this, this is a simple question. I mean, you may want to, as a parting gift, before you're done for the week, consider it as a poll question. I'm just saying. If you're the Dolphins, who do you want to be your quarterback next year, Lamar or Tua? Because it wouldn't just be for next year, by the way. Remember, Dolphins have yet to pick up the fifth-year option on Tua. They've got two more months. They're obviously thinking about it, because otherwise they would have done it. It's real easy to do. Neither of them can stay healthy. Well, You're having me pick between two quarterbacks. I would pick Lamar. Okay. He's better. He's played a little longer. I've seen the body of work, and I like it better. But neither of them stay healthy. Now, remember, two, it costs you a lot less money. A, you got him for year four this coming year on his rookie deal, which I believe is like, I don't know, $8 million. And then his fifth-year option, I think, is 22 and change. So, you know, two of for the next two years, about $30 million. You got to give up stuff for Lamar. You don't even have a first-rounder to give up this year. You'd have to give up your second-rounder this year and probably your first-rounder next year to have Baltimore accept the trade. And then you got to sign Lamar. So Lamar is going to cost you a lot more than Tua. Okay, but we know Lamar can play. He's just gotten hurt the last two years. Some still doubt whether or not Tua can play. We definitely have doubts as to his health and his future career right now. Well, the the Ravens want two first rounders, correct? Well, no, that's if you. That's what they get if that's transition. you, You can accept less though. Okay, and remember, the Dolphins don't have a first rounder in this year's draft. So my guess is the best they could do is a second rounder this year and a first rounder next year. If you're the Ravens, can you accept Tua? Like, can you make that trade? Um, I, I think you could. That's that's interesting, actually. Tua and a first rounder and a couple other things for Lamar Jackson? I. But remember, if you're the Dolphins, you got to pay them. And that's at least... I don't care how you structure this contract. 
it's going to add 15, 20 million to your cap hit this year. Guaranteed. Could, if you don't want to get fancy restructuring it, cost you 30, 40 million on your cap this year. And you're cutting Byron Jones just to get to the cap. But it could be done. It could. Hey, you want somebody, it could be done. It's the NFL salary cap, man. It's flexible. Stephen Ross, how much money you want to reach into your pocket and dole out in signing bonuses? You could restructure 19 contracts if you want. You could do this. You're 83. What the heck? Can't take it with you. If I put an over-under on Tua's games played at 11 and a half, what would you take? I'd take over. I would. Would you take over on Lamar for 11 and a half? I would. Because one, the of them will be, one of them will be under next year. What are the odds three years in a row for Lamar? That That's what I would roll the dice on. Got to admit, no one's talking about this. I would like to examine Lamar's knee, though. When he had not played for five weeks and we were coming up on the playoff game, and then he takes to Twitter 72 hours before the game and says, my knee is still not stable. I'm sorry. I need to have my team doc take a look at that knee then. What are we looking at here? Because Ryan Tannehill had an unstable knee, and the Dolphins didn't do surgery. And he just tried to rest it and rehab it. And then he went to training camp and blew it out. So I, I would like to take a look at that knee. Got to be honest. Just like if I'm the Ravens. I'm sorry, you want how much guaranteed money? I need to take a look at this knee again. If you don't mind. By the way, I think Lamar would get 75% on that poll question. I'm not opposed to putting it up. Now, the hope is that people, when answering the question, would realize Lamar would cost a lot more, not just salary, but picks. I mean, two is the far more inexpensive quarterback. No picks, far less salary. But, I mean, they are of similar age. I mean, Lamar's 26 this year. I mean, what's two is entering year four has got to be, what, 25? And there's also the fact that Tua and McDaniel have built this relationship. That Yeah, I, uh, I want the guy that's more talented. McDaniel can build a relationship <laughs> with Lamar Jackson. if he's. I, I'm, that's well, the least of my concerns. I mean, obviously, Lamar Jackson is better than Tua, but what quarterback is better in that system? Well, is he better than Tua? That's just it. Oh, no, he okay. is. The Dolphin, okay. The Dolphins' system is a quarterback eight yards behind center. All right. That is the one part of Lamar's game in which people still wonder, is he a Super Bowl-winning quarterback eight yards behind center? Now, I definitely think he can win a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. But. But I mean, the Dolphins, is, this is all this is all radio talk show because the Dolphins could not come out quickly enough and say they were not interested in Lamar Jackson. No. Mark, who the heck would be interested in Lamar Jackson? Dolphins want nothing to do with him, as do the Falcons said the same thing. Carolina doesn't want anything to do with him. 
And I mean, these teams are loaded at quarterback. We're talking here, right? Atlanta, Carolina, ha, loaded. Raiders. I mean, they got Jared Stidham for goodness sakes. Why the would they be interested in Lamar Jackson? I got Jared Stidham. What about Please. the? What about Tampa? I got Kyle Trask. But did Why they also I say that they're not? No, the Tampa did not. They're not one of the teams listed, but Tampa has forty-seven dollars. <laughs> That's so true. Actually, Mark, they're not there yet. Right? They they don't even. Have, you're right. They've got to cut thirteen players so they can have forty-seven dollars. <laughs> the goal is a week from today to have forty-seven dollars. Right? They couldn't have a draft right now. They're so far over the cap. Ah, uh, things you do for a Super Bowl. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. yes. Don't just say that flippantly. Oh, the sacrifice you make. You're damn right. Yeah. You got people that would give up children, limbs, <laughs> years off their life for one. Okay. And you're talking, well, we're going to have to take the cap hit for one year. One year, really a big cap hit to win a Super Bowl. Look at the Rams. <laughs> Sign the me w- up. Yeah. Spin the wheel. Tell me what year it'll be. I'm good <laughs> with it. Is that just the way of the modern NFL? Eh, just taking a massive one. cap hit to win? No. No. No, because, I mean, and the Eagles didn't win it, but the Eagles didn't take a massive cap hit. The The Chiefs didn't take a massive cap hit. That's true. Now, the Eagles have a bunch of players that are free agents right now that they can't, I mean, that, that they're not going to be able to sign back. That defense is going to be a shell of itself with the players that they lost. We already talked about the two chief players that are going bye-bye here, uh, Clark and Brown, the tackle. So that goes with the territory. If you make a run, you're losing guys. I feel like it's so conflicting, though, as a GM. Like, Do you trust the process, the building, or do you just spend? Yes <laughs> is the answer. <laughs> you trust the process until you're close, and then you spend. That's how you get it done. How we get it done is with the starting five. That is next. We'll talk some golf on the show today. Seth Everett will join us as well. Shelby Mass with Brackets and John Wood to talk some golf right here. Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network. You're listening to Miller and Moulton exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. 22 minutes before the hour. Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network. FloridaSportsNetwork.com. John Wood, he's part of NBC's golf coverage. The Players gets underway tomorrow. Lots of news in the golf world seemingly every day. We'll talk to John about that coming up in our 8 o'clock hour. Seth Everett to join us. Shelby Mast in our bonus hour. Brackets, brackets, brackets. Right now it's time for... The Starting Five. Five stories you need to know. It's The Starting Five on Miller & Moulton. Here's number one. Yesterday afternoon, 4 o'clock was the deadline. Whether or not teams were going to tag certain players. Giants tag Saquon Barkley. Making six players who were tagged. 
six, three running backs. Barkley, Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs. Evan Ingram of the Jags, the tight end. Deron Payne, the defensive lineman for Washington. And Lamar Jackson got tagged as he and the Ravens could not work out a long-term deal. So Lamar is going to count $32.4 million against the cap. Now he is free to solicit one deal, the best deal he can solicit, and he can present it to the Ravens. And the Ravens can match it or let him go and get two first-round picks in return. Every team who seemingly needs a quarterback immediately said, we have no interest in Lamar Jackson. Huh. Interesting. Giants worked out a four-year deal with Daniel Jones. It's really two years, $82 million, and yet somehow, some way, only counts $18 million against this year's cap. I, I don't know either. I just, whatever. All right. It, it's like tax accountant math. I just, you know, you hope the IRS doesn't audit you one day. It's <laughs> uh, a really good, I mean, I, a really good point, David. I like that analogy. That's well said. I mean, don't you feel like if you're a Bucks fan this year, it's like, wow, we're getting audited. You know, the Saints have been like, damn, we're getting audited every year, it seems. The Rams are really getting audited. Uh, the Jets were given permission to uh, talk to Aaron Rodgers. So the owner... GM and the head coach all got on the owner's private plane. They flew to California. They're talking to Aaron about life and the pursuit of happiness. This is amazing that this could be Favre all over again. Literally. Unbelievable. Uh, Bucks said we're releasing longtime left tackle Donovan Smith. Going to save about $10 million off this year's cap. He was scheduled to cost $18 million against this year's cap, so obviously there's some dead money involved. Dolphins have said they're going to release cornerback Byron Jones. They're going to designate him a June 1st cut, however. He'll be free immediately to work out a deal with somebody. It just won't become official until after June 1st. Dolphins will save $13.6 million on this year's cap, which is good because there's $17.7 million over it. However, they will incur a $10 million dead cap hit in 2024. College hoops last night marked five conference titles. Mary Mack won the Northeast Conference. They can't go to the tournament because they're in that transition phase. So the team they beat, Fairleigh Dickinson, they're going. But Mary Mack got to celebrate the conference title. Northern Kentucky won the Horizon. Charleston won the colonial that saved a potential maybe probably not yeah charleston i'm just happy they won what 30 wins on the season i think they're 31 and three gonzaga blew out saint mary's to win the west coast conference and oral roberts blew out north dakota state to win the summit that's another one oral roberts it was you know getting some at-large consideration now they don't have to worry about that uh, Georgia Tech ended Florida State season. The Knowles went 9-23. and 23. Yikes. Which is okay because Louisville went 4-28. and 28. Georgia Tech will face Pitt in the ACC tournament. And BC 
who ended Louisville season. They will face North Carolina. Mike Bray's tenure at Notre Dame came to an end. Va Tech beat the Irish 67-64. Hokies will face NC State in the next round of the ACC tournament. Today, Mark, the Southland, the Patriot League, and the Big Sky Championships will play out. Three more bids today. Meanwhile, Big 12, Pac-12, Big 10, Big East, Mountain West Conference USA all get underway. How about that? March, baby. Women's hoops. South Florida shocked in the American. Wichita State beat them in the quarters, 65-53. I mean, the Bulls are going to get a bid, but it's going to cost somebody on the bubble a bit because that was looking like a one-bid league. Uh, UCF, their last ever game in the American, they got beat by Memphis, 48-46. Uh, the coaches poll in women's hoops came out yesterday. South Florida was ranked 20th, FGCU 23rd. Uh, apparently, no Florida schools worthy of ranking, according to the media and the AP. So the coaches say yes, media says no. NHL, you know, we predicted 5-2 Lightning. We get a lot wrong. We nailed the exact score of a hockey game last night. Lightning with three power play goals. They beat the Flyers 5-2. Kalorn and Kucherov with two goals apiece. Big win for the Panthers at home against Vegas, 2-1. They're three points behind the Penguins for the final playoff spot in the East. Penguins in overtime beat Columbus 5-4. Yeah, tough night for everybody chasing last night because... uh, The Islanders had a big win, and so did Pittsburgh. Exactly. Islanders beat Buffalo 3-2, and Pittsburgh won, so nobody gained any ground. Uh, Carolina beat Montreal in a shootout while the Devils lost to Toronto, so Carolina extended their division lead over New Jersey to four points. Uh, Also, Mark, chasing in the West. Calgary's trying to chase down, you know, name the team. It changes every day. They beat Minnesota 1-0 in a shootout, but Colorado and Seattle both won. So the Flames are still five points uh, out of the final playoff spot. NBA, no Giannis, and yet Milwaukee beat Orlando by 11, 134-123. The Bucks have won 18 of 19. Knicks at a 16-point halftime lead, and then admittedly ran out of gas. Charlotte came all the way back to snap their nine-game winning streak, 112-105. That's and a terrible Brooklyn, loss. It is, but somewhat understandable in the grind okay brooklyn meanwhile beat houston and so the nets are just a game behind the knicks for the five seed in the east uh philly no james harden yet they went into minnesota and won by 23 and bead with 39 golden state lost at okc because it's on the road golden state can't win on the road man they are awful it's like their record on the road is like 4-27. and 27 or, I mean, it's just ridiculous how bad they are on the road. And clearly they're not going to have home court advantage in any playoff series that they're in. So it's tough to think that the Warriors are going to go on a run. I mean, what have they won, like eight road games? Something like that? I, I think they're, yeah, eight, I believe. Dallas beat Utah by four. The Lakers beat Memphis 112-103. Memphis, with the loss, drops into a tie for the two-seed with Sacramento. That's right. Denver and Sacramento could be your top two seeds in the Western Conference. Talk about just fear. What year is it? Exactly. Um, Okay, the Lakers, by the way, with the win, move into the nine hole. 
Meanwhile, they're only a half a game ahead of three teams tied for 10th. They're only a game ahead of the team that's 13th, yet they're only two games behind the two teams who are tied for fifth. Anthony so that's what right. he said. Teams 5 through 13 in the West are separated by three games. Okay, here's your trivia. You ready, Felipe? Shoot. Pal Gasol had his number retired last night. He is the 12th player in Lakers history to have his number retired. Name him. Oh, uh, George Mikan. There you go. Uh, Shaq. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Worthy. Mm-hmm. Kareem. Magic, mm-hmm. Kobe, which is two jerseys. You're right, but he only counts as one. Okay. We're doing players. 13 jerseys have been retired, 12 players. Uh, Gail Goodrich. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I will say you're making it hard on yourself. If you had stayed, if you went by era, it's actually much oh. easier than you think. Wilt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry West. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many do I have so far? You've got nine. Oof. Uh, I'll make it real easy. Okay. First off, there's five centers retired. If you just did the centers, all right, you go Mike and Wilt, Kareem, Shaq, and Pal Gasol. So congratulations, pal. You had your number retired. You're no better than the fifth best center we've ever had. Congratulations. Hey, two championships, okay? I think you deserve that. I Well, they do, and that's all that counts. Okay. If you go the 60s, early 70s. Besides Will, you add Elgin Baylor, Jerry West, Gail ah. So now you're at eight. Okay. Then you do Showtime. You've have you already done Kareem. You go Magic Worthy, the one that most will miss. Jamal Wilkes. Ooh. Yeah. And then Kobe. I will say, to show how popular Pal Gasol is, Phil Jackson showed up for the ceremony. Jimmy Butler night. was there. Jimmy Butler on an off day flew across country to be there for the ceremony and then got on a red eye and flew back. Okay. Also, Kobe's wife, first public appearance at a Lakers anything since the death of her husband and daughter. Okay. Meanwhile, LeBron wasn't there. That's a bad move. Okay. I know you have no relationship with Powell, but. You're the face of the Lakers. You want to be a Laker? You got to show up at these events. Okay, that's a that's a that was a bad move by LeBron not to show up last night. Now I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but did his son have a game? It does not matter. You still show up? Yes. You want to be a Laker? Want to be an? That's true. Want to be a Laker? You go to Lakers events. Yeah, because trust me, Mark has lectured me. I never wanted to go to the Christmas party. And Mark would go, David, you go to the Christmas parties. Last night was essentially a Christmas party. Got a show. You go. And in LeBron's time as a Laker, they haven't had a lot of those kind of moments in L.A. Exactly. Exactly. And when are they going to have one again? Probably for him. Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, a couple of retirements yesterday. Lorenzo Kane said he's done. He had a, a pretty solid career. He was on that Royals team that uh, won the World Series in 2015. Mike Pouncey made his retirement official. He's signing a one-day contract with the Dolphins. Players gets underway tomorrow, but there was a players meeting, Mark, yesterday morning. Got to admit, it was 7.30 a.m. And so James Hahn said, 7.30, I'm not going. 
Besides, you already made your changes. You're screwing guys like me. I'm not interested. Rory took note that Han wasn't there and ripped him afterwards, said it was a slap in the face. I'm just curious. Is he going to say that to John Rahm and JT? Because they weren't there either. Just curious. We'll heard one more stat. You know, they're talking about the no-cut events on the PGA Tour going forward. Tigers apparently won 26 no-cut events amongst his 82 wins. Arnie won 23, and Jack won 17. I'm trying to figure out what the heck did they play in back in the day that didn't have a cut? I mean, Tiger played in all those, you know, WGC events and the match play, and but I just found that interesting. It's a lot more wins that legendary guys have had in no-cut events. And at eight minutes before the hour, that was... That was the starting five every weekday morning at this time on Miller and Moulton. I have to admit, Felipe, you did better with the older Laker than I thought you would. Like I you, you, Mike and quickly, you went Gail Goodridge. Yeah, Elgin quickly. Baylor was the one I thought you'd get. I, that. I cannot believe I missed Elgin Baylor. I think you made it difficult on yourself. You should have gone by era. Right. It, you would because you never would have missed, you know, West, Baylor, Goodridge. You would have done them all together. Well, I said West. He, he had, he had, no, you did, you did, but you were kind of all over the place. I think you made it harder on yourself. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I would have gotten Wilkes. I mean, he was good, but three, he was on three championship teams, though. Averaged 18 points a game in the game that Magic scored 42 game six to win the 1980 finals Jamal at 37 I just liked when he was stroking it I liked that oh, stroke You mean the twisty behind the ear Loved shot it. that you yeah. could never get at Nope you could never get at his jumper He was smooth baby So So you hope you played at home and enjoyed our NBA <laughs> trivia That's it <laughs> Especially in the baseball hour. Right. I mean, talk about that. <laughs> Talking about mixing up an audience here. Miller and Moulton, thanks so much for listening. Great show lined up. John Wood, lead analyst for NBC Golf, will join us. Seth Everett and Shelby Mast, all still ahead right here. Miller and Moulton on the Florida Sports Network.